Welcome to our Roots Say That We're Sisters podcast. This podcast series is sponsored by the Marquette Forum with support from Marquette University's Office of Institutional Diversity and Inclusion and the Haggerty Museum of Art. It's an extension of a Marquette University mural project to highlight and uplift diverse women-identified individuals whose images and contributions have been systematically made invisible. The artist, Mauricio Ramirez, used photographs of BIPOC women associated with Marquette as inspiration for the images in the mural. The Our Roots Say That We're Sisters podcast preserves the stories of female-identifying students, faculty, staff, and alumni who've used their gifts to make a meaningful impact on others, especially those who remain unsung heroes. I'm your host, Sheena Carey, from the Diedrich College of Communication. Joining us today is Jailene Diaz, currently a business teacher at St. Augustine Prep, but a recent grad, 2021, from Marquette University in Criminology and Law Studies. Welcome, Jailene. Hello. So what's the story you'd like to share with us today? So, well, my story begins right here in Milwaukee. I was born and raised here, actually on the south side, so not too far from Marquette, I'd have to say. And I pretty much moved around a lot in my youth. Um, middle school, I was finally able to stay in the right place in the Greenfield area after moving, you know, on the south side of Milwaukee a couple times. Um, my mom was just, you know, trying to balance and find a good job, but we finally got somewhere, so I stuck there. Um, I graduated from the high school in my area, and after that, I went to Marquette, um, where I had the amazing experience of just meeting so many people who actually shared the same mission that I had. So we were able to collaborate, connect, and be able to provide resources for other students as well that were, you know, struggling or had any questions um, that was in the Minority Scholars Program. So that was just an awesome opportunity that I had. And now I am teaching business at St. Augustine Prep, a little bit away from where I grew up. So I just feel like it's an awesome um, way to give back to my community and just remember where I came from. So, Jailene, how do you identify? I am female, she, her. Um, in terms of um, ethnicity? Oh, um, yeah. 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 Okay. So I am Puerto Rican and Filipino. Okay. So I'm Hispanic and Asian. Now, do you speak Spanish and, and Tagalog? Is that is that the language? Yes, you? I actually solamente español. Okay. No, yeah. Okay. I got to get in touch a little bit more with my roots. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how did you get onto the path that you uh, ultimately took? So my path was a little rough. Um, after graduating high school, I didn't... Uh, attain the grades that I wanted. Um, so I actually had to start at MATC for a year um, where I was able to kind of push my way through and realize, kind of collect myself together and realize what I wanted. And I knew that was a good education because I saw that from my mom. And I realized that, hey, you know, if I want to succeed in life and be able to make that difference, I need to start with myself and be able to um, just pretty much make myself worthy and knowledgeable for other people. So I figured Marquette was the perfect place to do that, being that I've seen it driving past, you know, so many times being from Milwaukee and just so many organizations that they did have for students was an awesome thing. So that's one of the reasons why. I have a friend who uh, grew up in on the south side of Chicago, 
and she always had to pass um, University of Chicago. And as a as a little little girl, holding on to her mother's hand, she would she would point to the school and say, "I'm going to go there." Um, did you do you have a similar experience with Marquette? I did. I actually had a couple of Marquette T-shirts, sweatshirts. You know, just growing up wearing them. Not even connecting the two, but I just feel like Marquette is just. It's, it's so well known. I mean, you say the name and people automatically, oh, wow. So I just I wanted that for myself, being that I knew I was struggling at a young age and I wanted to make sure that I worked hard in order to go to a school that had a good education system. So how would you say your identity has informed the choices that you've made about the path that you've taken? So I'd say that my identity has definitely steered me in a path that I want to work harder and to make it known that there is a need um, to diversify and make sure that the need is there for students of color at Marquette, um, which is why I was so, um, I led the Minority Scholars Program because I felt like, you know, RISE was is an awesome organization that helps for incoming freshmen. However, incoming freshmen that come from a minority background may have different needs than other students. And that's something that I definitely think thought needed to be, you know, noticed. So pretty much in the program, what ends up happening is that a student, a freshman coming in, um, they would be paired up with a junior or senior um, in the same college. So College of Communication, they would also be paired up. So they would be paired up with another minority student and be able to connect and talk about their experiences on campus, whatever they were. Um, We would even force them to have lunch sometimes. They ended up liking it. But just being able to actually talk to somebody who also understands what you're going through. So this is a program that you helped found? Um, I was the president after the two co-founders. So it's still currently yes. going on? Because I, I, and I'm sorry to say I have not heard of it, and I've been on Marquette's campus for I don't know how many years. Well, we've, we've started something called a navigator program to, um, to work with students who might get sort of lost through the cracks that first year and maybe making a decision about whether or not they're going to stay at Marquette or go beyond. But knowing that if, if knowing that there is a program like the, the Minority Scholars Program, that's something that we can probably connect some of those students into. Um, so it's good to know. Tell me a little bit about St. Augustine Prep, because that's relatively new, right? Oh, yes. They were actually just founded in 2017. So it was when I graduated high school, but they're a very new school. Um, They actually service low-income families, so that's a majority of the population there. Um, They're also Hispanic, so it's awesome being bilingual because I'm able to connect with the students. And, you know, if they're having a bad day, I just, you know, talk to them, especially being able to connect with them. It was the important thing for me. Okay, excellent. Um, so in what ways has the mural project resonated for you? So I feel like the mural project being it was my senior year when it came out. It was definitely something that Marquette needed. Um, being, you know, also a woman of color, I just thought that it was just amazing just to see and just walking by, even going to the union to get lunch and just seeing that there, it was almost like motivation for me every day going to class like yes this this is what I want to be this is my goal and I'm going to do it because you know you might just wake up every morning and forget that sometimes but actually having that every day to see is really nice you know we've got swag now too 
if you go to the brew by you, you can. See, they've got tote bags and they've got mugs and stuff. So like that's that. really it's like oh, a mug is nice because yeah. you wake up every morning, uh-huh. put your latte in there, exactly. you're good to go. Exactly. So, what are the ways um, in which Marquette has impacted your sense of self worth? So. Uh, Marquette has definitely made me more confident as a person. Um, They, first of all, the faculty themselves invest so much time in you. Um, If they just notice things, if you're having a bad day, not participating in class, you know, they might pull you to the side. Hey, how are you doing? And that just made me realize that somebody cared about me, not just as a student, but as a person as well as a whole. So be, knowing that and being there just helped me realize that I needed to make sure that my mental health was good too, because obviously other people can see it, but Marquette definitely helped me um, be more confident as a person. Okay, excellent. What are some women of color who've served as inspiration for you? So the first one is my mom, I have to say. Um, Being a single mom, she did so many roles. I mean, it was crazy, but I just really appreciate the example that she set for me because now I hold myself to a higher standard um, as as a woman. Um, But just some also other celebrities, Naomi Osaka, I just feel like her resilience and being able to talk about how important mental health is is awesome because sometimes it's overlooked, but I do think that with COVID it has been um, shed a light on. So I think that's also important, but also Alexandria Ocasio-Ortiz. I mean, how can I not mention her? Um, But also Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris, um, but the list goes on. Mm -hmm. And also other people in my family. I I didn't forget. (laughs) Uh, What role has vulnerability played in um, the path that you've taken and in the story that you're telling? Well, at first, for me, my relationship with vulnerability was a little complicated because, I mean, a lot of the times you see a woman who's distraught and you think, oh, she's just moody, you know, something's going on with her. She's just a woman, but you need to realize that something is wrong and be able to focus on that because if you never acknowledge that there is something going on or the issue, it's never going to be solved. So I knew that in myself, sometimes I would be a little down or a little hard on myself, like, oh, I could have done a little better. Um, But just knowing that I can always start new the next day has really helped me as well because it's never finished. It's never finalized. Um, You can always go back and edit. So what's been the role that women of color have played in helping you navigate through these vulnerable times? So I actually had a college counselor that was very important in my success. She was just awesome in helping me um, pretty much with my grades, assignments, resources actually was number one because there's a million resources, but if they're not presented to you, you're not going to be able to use them or have any idea. But I definitely think that she has helped me, helped me help other people as well, because she just did an awesome job. And that kind of leads me to the next question in terms of what's the impact that you have had and that you hope to have on women of color, those who may be coming behind you, but maybe even some of those who've already started out ahead of you, but could, could need some, could, could use some support. 
Yeah. Well, first of all, I know it's going to be tough, ladies, but you got this. Um, a lot of the times I feel like as women, we need to work harder, but just work smarter. You got this. Um, definitely push the need for diversity. We need to break the glass ceiling. Equal pay, ladies, equal pay. But I definitely think that we do have to work harder at sometimes so definitely don't feel bad um just definitely get through it and you can do it because anything is possible and for women coming behind me i feel like no matter where you are in life or where you start uh, may it be you know low-income students at saint augustine don't let that impact the path that you choose you need to choose the schools that you want to go to say marquette say madison say those schools with those names and say it with power because you are able to do that, you just need to work hard and be able to collaborate with people around you. Um, but you can do it, and I know you can. So now we were talking briefly, and you were talking about applying to law school. What do you hope to do with a law degree? Well, I hope to actually serve in my community first. Um, I know that I will have to do a couple of, you know, cases in the pro bono area, just helping out at first. It's the law clinics, I think they still do. But I think that's actually really awesome because being able to start off where I started off and connect those two would be really cool. But my ultimate goal would probably to be to advocate for civil rights or immigration. Either one of the two I'll be happy with. All right. Excellent. So what are your hopes for the future? Not only your own, but future of Marquette and, and future of our community. Well, I hope that Marquette continues the organizations that they have and all of them that they have. They have everything there. I mean, even a Quidditch team for Harry Potter fans. So it doesn't have to be all serious all the time. There is play involved too when you're at school. But I definitely think Marquette's doing an awesome job in diversifying and making sure that each student's needs are met, especially individually. So I think that's awesome. Well, I know we've, we've done a really, we're getting really good at the recruiting part. The retention part, is where it can get, sometimes it can get a little dicey, um, where we might lose students who maybe don't feel like they belong at Marquette. Are there other things that Marquette could be doing to ensure that all feel included? That is a great question. Um, I can actually answer, help answer that because I was actually a commuter. So I commuted to Marquette every single day, and that actually made me feel not really connected to the Marquette community and kind of like I just went there and then after I left and then other students were going to the union to get lunch and I did feel left out for a while. But what I have to say is definitely check out OFest. There is one in the spring and there's one in the fall, I believe. So definitely check those out and any niche that you have, it's going to be there. And then also other people with the same niche are going to be there too. So don't be afraid to say hi to somebody, start a conversation, and just go out there for it. But I think that Marquette can provide a couple more resources. Um, I know that their forced students are forced to meet with their advisor, but I think that they can even be forced to meet with their advisor for non-academic reasons. May it be you know, your mental health or how's your day going? Maybe just a couple of those wouldn't help because then you can actually get the concern before the student flees. And that's one of the things we're trying to do with the Navigator. It's a pilot program and a good proportion of our of our population are actually commuter students. And we wanted to make certain that 
as they are negotiating these first few weeks that they know that they that there's support there for them. So what else would you like um, the community to know about the work that you're doing and the plans that you have or some aspect of your story that maybe you haven't shared? Yeah, well, I just feel like my community, it's 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 an awesome place to be. That's why now that I'm working there, I just feel like even though success may be hard to attain, even when you get there and you make millions of dollars, just don't forget about the community and where you came from because that should be number one in your heart. Anything that you can do to better your community, um, because that's maybe going to be where your kids are growing up. But just stay humble is my advice. Thank you, Jailene. We've been talking to Jailene Diaz. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Your story stands as a testament to the amazing stories in our community yet to be uncovered. Our roots say that we're sisters podcast and the mural project seek to make these stories visible. Again, thanks to our sponsor, the Marquette Forum, Marquette's Office of Institutional Diversity and Inclusion, and the Haggerty Museum of Art for your support for this project.